Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. This is Mike Francesa. Join me each week on the Mike Francesa podcast on the Bet Rivers Network. This is real sports talk for the podcast generation. Subscribe to the free Mike Francesa podcast today from wherever you get your podcasts. Don't even think about betting this football season until you check out the Sports Betters Paradise podcast on the Bet Rivers Network. The top college and pro football handicappers help you along all season long. Subscribe to Sports Betters Paradise wherever you get your podcasts. guys welcome back uh today's episode is just me you're stuck with me uh it's not gonna be about football um you know i originally started the show to talk all things sports but it kind of geared towards football it kind of geared towards talking to football coaches which is fantastic go check out those talks fantastic thank you to everybody that's been on here thanks to anybody that shared and listened um so i'm gonna gear towards Still talking to coaches, getting some coaches on here, and I'm going to gear towards talking sports topics. You can check out the college football recaps with me and co-host Brad Miller, and then our surprise guest has been Nathan West. Um, He was on here. We had our Joe Rogan style. He's going to slowly join us, I think, on these college football recaps, um, or at least give his input, um, which is fantastic. And then I do my Chicago Bears recap, and so I'm thinking about doing just other I'm going to maybe try to record every day. Who knows about trying to get things out there, you know, different topics. Um, either it's going to be a bunch of topics at once. It might just be one. So they're short little episodes and not being hours upon hours when it's just me. If it's talking to somebody else, fantastic. Um, but so we're going to slowly gear towards that, whether it's NBA, NFL, you know, anything like that. So again, thanks for listening. So, so far, this is slowly growing. Um, I know it's a process. There's, other podcasts that are newer that are growing fast and that's fantastic. I know it's a, everyone's different. It's a process. So we're moving along. We're chugging along. Um, today I haven't addressed it. Um, I think I did a little bit before saying congratulations to the Los Angeles Lakers who won the, uh, asterisk, uh, NBA championship. And I do say asterisk because they had some time off. It's COVID year. Um, I still, it's going to count as a championship because they decided to go along with the season. Um, But I still put that asterisk next to it because it wasn't a full-on season. You're in a bubble. There was no home court advantage. Um, There was no, uh, um, you know, it was a challenge to play in the bubble, I guess, but there was no home field. When you go play at a, you know, I know Golden State wasn't there. When you played at Golden State um, or anything like that, or you can't tell me that, if the Lakers went to the Heat and in that environment, who loves basketball, can't tell me if the if they went to the Clippers and they went to the Staples Center that it would not have been a rocking crowd that it would have helped them. Maybe I don't know. 
Um, I know football crowds are more important, but basketball, the crowd is huge. I put asterisk next to it, and I'm not saying that because it's LeBron James. I'm just saying that there should be an asterisk by it um, because it wasn't a normal season. They had to stop, and then an older team like the Lakers had the opportunity to rest, and then I think it stopped the flow of the Clippers. I said the Clippers could have won the championship, you know, at the beginning of the year. And then they just started at, they had a brand new team, new pieces, and then they added throughout the season. It stopped their flow. Um, But anyway, the Lakers won. I think it's because Kobe Bryant was looking down on them. So that's the only thing I'm happy for is that Kobe Bryant's team, you know, just, you know, got the championship done. They they, they did it, you know, congratulations to them. Um, But I've gotten into talks and debates with this um, many, 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 many times. And I did an episode before about it. This was, uh, I can't remember if it was right before quarantine or right after. So I'm going to discuss it again because as of late, I've had these discussions and talks. And uh, I'm here to tell you that still LeBron James winning his fourth championship. He is not, and I repeat... He is still not the GOAT. You have to get over it. Winning that fourth championship with everything else in his career does not make him the GOAT. He is one of the best athletes we have ever seen. He is one of the um, best athletes. I, I, I repeat myself. He's one of the best athletes we've ever seen in any sport. Freak athlete, natural born, athleticism. Uh, he's done a lot of great things. He, you know, he, he does a lot of good things. He's not a horrible player. I'm not sitting here saying that he's a horrible player, but what I'm saying is LeBron fans need to get over the fact that he's not the goat. Too much stuff is played as factor into it. And I think it's just the, you know, some people that are my age are saying that he's the goat, which is fine. And I know other people, you go by generation. So people in Michael Jordan's generation are going to say Michael Jordan I say Kobe Bryant is better than LeBron James, even though Kobe came in at the tail end of Michael Jordan's career, and then Kobe was playing when when uh, LeBron James was coming into the league. So they, you know, there was no time of. I think if Jordan would have retired, and then Kobe would have played for ten plus years or whatever, and then LeBron came in, I think there would have been more of a conversation for Kobe because you don't hear Kobe a lot about being the greatest of all time which I find to be disrespectful. I might just do an episode on that. I'm going to tweak that in here, but I think it's disrespectful to him that he's not even in the conversation of being the greatest of all time. When we talk about him being the most clutch player of all time, when he's on offense, that's what people want. Uh, And, you know, but anyway, you know, I think that last dance documentary kind of put the nail in the coffin, according to me as of right now. Excuse me, that LeBron James is not the GOAT. Michael Jordan is the GOAT. I'm a, a Kobe fan. But I will sit here until the day I'm put into the ground that Michael Jordan is the GOAT. Winning that fourth championship when Michael Jordan has six and is undefeated in the NBA Finals does not. Now, and they even talked about LeBron James being the greatest Laker of all time. Or should be on the Mount Rushmore. He should not. What is it? His second year being with the Lakers. Last year, they didn't even make the playoffs because he was hurt. And then he wants to come back, play the narrative because he's like, oh, playoff mode. And he comes back because of his hamstring, which is a severe injury. He's been in the league 17 years, I think. It's been 17 years. And 
Then when they, he realized they couldn't make the playoffs, he decided to stop. And then he wants to post a picture with the trainer and say, oh, I was told not to come back. I was told that I shouldn't come back. But for the good of the team, I'm going to come back. I shouldn't have. Look how hard I was doing. You should have posted that before you came back. Before you come back, you should have posted that picture and said, oh, I'm not supposed to come back. But for the good of the team, for the good of this and that, I'm going to try. If you would have done that, I had more respect for you. But you want to play the narrative, get people to feel bad for you, make excuses. Oh, we didn't make the playoffs because I wasn't supposed to come back. I wasn't supposed to do this. So all of a sudden, that's what you want to post because you play the narrative because that's what you do, LeBron James. That's what you do, and that's why you're not considered the GOAT. I'm talking about if you want to be the GOAT, you look at everything. Was Michael Jordan's career squeaky clean? No. There, there's a couple of things there. Retiring twice, coming back twice, gambling this or whatever. Um, some say that he could. He, he even said it was hard for him to handle the pressure. I know with social media today, maybe he couldn't have. I don't know. There are some things on Michael Jordan's thing, you know, talking about first rounds and this and that. It's different eras. There's different things to talk about, but... When you talk about playing the narrative that LeBron James has done, it's hard to sit here and say that he's the greatest of all time. I can understand the debate of putting him at number two, but in my eyes, I'll put him in the top five, but in my eyes, I have Kobe Bryant up at number two. And there's a part of me that wants to put Kareem above LeBron. And there is that part of me inside talking about Magic or Shaq being put because you have to look at who do you want to win. And in my opinion, if you want to get to a lot of championships, if you want to win a lot of regular seasons, if you want numbers, if you want awards, maybe you go, you, that's when you're going to start putting, you know, you'll even put Michael Jordan up there if you want to get to championships, you want a lot of awards, you want a lot of numbers, you're going to put Michael Jordan and Kobe Bryant up there, or uh, LeBron James up there and Michael Jordan. If you want to win when you get there, you're going to talk about Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant, Kareem, Magic, and even Shaq. Because Shaq won three at the Lakers and one with the Heat. He was getting, they got there, or they, they were competing at the Magic. So you're going to sit there and talk about that. Oh, well, LeBron's been to X amount of finals. That's got to count for something, and it does. But then it's what do you do when you get there? He's melted too many times. He's lost to Dirk Nowinski, who was great. But you're LeBron James with Dwayne Wade in them. You should not lose. You lost to Jason Kidd, Dirk Nowinski, and all that. You lost to that. And then you lost to a Spurs team. I know you end up being the Spurs team, but then you lost to them later on. Who was aging? And if you're the greatest of all time, if you're this magical goat, you come down from the sky, you can walk on water, you should have won if you're that good. Oh, but then they lose to the best team ever. That Warriors team is not the best ever. You put up against those Lakers teams from the early 2000s with Kobe Bryant. You put them up against the Bulls from the 90s. That Warriors team does not, especially if you put them in that era. If you take those teams and put them in this era, the Warriors have a shot because this era is soft. It is soft. You grab the jersey, it's a foul. You breathe on them, it's a foul. La Flop. How many videos are out there? We want to talk about media and all this. How many videos are out there where somebody swings an elbow or does this, doesn't even touch LeBron, and he flops? The only good thing about maybe Space Jam 2 is that LeBron's already a great actor, so maybe that's the only good thing about it, which I will never watch that movie. I don't care. If somebody puts it on, I am leaving. I am going home. I am walking out of the room. I'm going to go do something else. I will never, ever, 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 ever watch that movie because of LeBron James being in it. Do I respect the game? Yes. Is the game going to be different when he's gone? Yes. But he's not the GOAT. He's not the GOAT. A lot of this is opinion-based. So I can have debates and, and talks about it, 
Um, but at the same time, I think people have to see my side of it too. They want me to, the LeBron James fans for the most part want me to sit there and, uh, look at what they're saying and, and, and this and that, and, and they don't want to listen to me. They don't want to talk to me. And listen to what I have to say. Now, is he a freak athlete? Yes, but there's just too many times where he doesn't want to go shoot the free throw to win the game. He plays defense when he wants to. Now, I'm not saying Michael Jordan and Kobe Bryant every single time played defense. But Michael Jordan and Kobe Bryant knew it starts on defense. They were able to go play defense. I don't care if it was guarding the best player or whatever. They were rotating. They were pushing the other team. They were doing this and that. And go down and score 30 points. They were able to do both. I think LeBron had, tries to pick. Am I going to play defense? If I play defense this hard, I'm not going to be able to score points. So I have to take time off. I'm not going to rotate the way I need to every single time. If you're the best, then that you have you can't do that. Can not do that if you think you're that good. You just can't. For example, I told got in a debate with people. You want to talk about first team all defense. And I'm and like I said, maybe I'm not researching it right, who knows. Michael Jordan, Gary Payton, Kevin Garnett and Kobe Bryant, they share the record for the most all first defensive team selections with 9. People want to talk about how good Scottie Pippen was. He only had 8. So, oh, this isn't that. I know that's pretty good, but Michael Jordan was better. People want to talk about that. Scottie Pippen had 8. Tim Duncan had 8. So you're telling me Tim Duncan is better at defense than LeBron James, who does not make first-team all-defenses? LeBron James has been all-team defense five times. Five times. So that shows you that he does not want to play defense. He plays defense when he feels necessary, when he thinks it's crunch time, which, fine, maybe that's the game plan. But I'm talking about the overall landscape of you want to talk about being the GOAT, you want this, you want that. You have to look at stuff like that to where he doesn't want to play defense, he's worried about offense, and worried about offense, he doesn't want to go shoot the free throw to win the game. You are that big, he's 265 pounds, if not 270 pounds of muscle, drive to the freaking basket. Drive and impose your will. And if you get fouled, go shoot the layup to win. Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant tore his Achilles, walked back onto the court to shoot the free throw, and then walked off. LeBron had a cramp and had to be carried off. So that kind of shows you the mental toughness of a Michael Jordan head or a Kobe Bryant head over LeBron James. Now people are going to look at stats. And that's the argument. The argument becomes stats. And then when we as Kobe Bryant fans or Michael Jordan fans show some other stats, that's where the awards come in or six rate, you know, oh, he's been to the finals this many times and this and that. What, he's four and six in the finals, four and seven, whatever it is, because I don't care enough. Four and six, he's won four championships. He's been there 10 times, 11 times, whatever it is. I don't really care. I just know that he's lost a lot. That's a ton to lose. It just doesn't add up. So if you want to look at LeBron James' career, he averages 27.1 points a game 
7.4 rebounds, 7.4 assists, 50% field goals, 34.4 field goal percentage on threes. He's a 73.4% free throw shooter. Compared to Michael Jordan, who averaged 30.1 points a game in his career, Average 6.2 rebounds and 5.3 assists, 49.7 field goal, 32.7 field goal percentage for three. He was an 83.5 free throw shooter. But you want to talk about where they didn't focus on three-pointers back then. Not to make excuses, they didn't shoot threes. Michael Jordan was going to drive to the basket. Michael Jordan also didn't play as long in the league, so you got to think about if he didn't retire for the year and a half, if he didn't retire after the sixth ring, they could have gone for seven. Okay, so we're looking at numbers. Fantastic. Kobe Bryant averaged 25 points, 5.2 rebounds, 4.7 assists. He was a 44.7 field goal percentage, 32.93, 83.7 throw. Okay, so you want to talk about numbers, fine. LeBron James, look at his numbers besides points. Where Michael Jordan... Beats him. That's fine. There's your argument. I, I'll i listen to that. But then, again, we got to look at the whole landscape. Who did he play against when he was in the league in the East? The toughest team before the Boston Celtics were created, which I'll get to that in a second. The toughest teams he was playing... The Bulls were eh, but then it was that Detroit Pistons team. They started to age, and I'll give them credit. When he scored the last 25 points in the fourth quarter in overtime, I said, okay. I was respecting them. I said, okay, I see you. I got you. And then you get swept by the Spurs, and people want to deny this. I remember back. Oh, look at this team uh, on the Cavaliers. They have good role players. LeBron James is leading them. He's young. He's going to go against the Spurs team. They have a shot to win the title. And then when they were like down to nothing, oh, well, he doesn't have enough help. And that's what I cannot stand about the Nick Wrights of the world. Nick Wright, how do you have a job? I'm calling you out. I don't even care. How do you have a job in sports? I know it's probably fake. I know it's probably to get ratings. I know it's to play devil's advocate. I would rather listen to the truth. And I'd rather listen to exactly what he feels. If that's what he feels... How does he have a job? Fox Sports, get me on there. You can pay me less than him. Pay me sixty grand a year, and I'll be, I'll be happier than pig and crap. To come on there and talk sports. How does Nick Wright have a job? And I used to love Skip Bayless, but as this longer goes on, I don't know. I don't know what's going on. How do people have a job doing that? You know, I'd rather. Have different opinions, but have them be true to who they are. Like, you watch me and Brad talk. He has his opinions. I have my opinions. But at the end of the day, we're friends. We respect each other. And it's God-honest truth. People like that, if they have to do a fake thing to say, we got to do this, we got to get a lot of money, we got to do this, we got to do that. You pay me 60000 even 70000 instead of paying them millions. But you pay for all my travel, but that's my take-home. I'll be happier than a fly on crap. I'll be happier than cow out in the pasture. I don't know. I'll be super happy. But anyway. See, I get fired up about this. So we look at the whole landscape. Look at who he was playing. He wasn't playing a lot of people. You watch back then. They said he was going to win, and then he didn't. And then I'm not going to take away that the Celtics started the big three. I'm not going to say LeBron did, but I think it was the ske- the spectacle of it. It was like, oh, we're not going to win. Not one, not two, not three, not four, not five, not six, not seven. He was talking about his finals losses, by the way. So you do all that. 
You make this big spectacle. You did that because you wanted to beat the Spurs because you quit. Or against the Celtics, you quit on your team, which another thing on his record. It's proven that he quit. It proves that he is this best player. You watch the analysts. They said, oh, they're going to win the NBA Finals because of LeBron James, because he has these role players. Then you lose the Orlando Magic. The Orlando Magic. Who Kobe Bryant had his way with. And I don't want to hear about Pau Gasol. Pau Gasol was really, really good. But you cannot put him on the level of Shaq. Then after that, who did he have? And that's where people pause. Oh, blah, 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 blah. no. Who did Kobe Bryant have? So he won two rings without Shaq, and I'm going to do a whole episode probably on Kobe later. And then you go to Miami Heat, you make this big spectacle you, and everything else, and then you lose to the Dallas Mavericks. I know they beat the Lakers. Lakers are on a downturn. They started to get old. I'm not trying to make excuses. I'm trying to give reasons. Then he loses to the Spurs. When you have Dwayne Wade and Chris Bosh and Birdman, who's good on defense, and you have a young team that should be able to run up and down the court because you're trying to change the game, you're trying to be fast, you're trying to do this, and what kind of made uh, the Warriors who they were because you're playing this, um, I'm using football terms, up and down the court, fast pace. You're trying to do fast breaks and all this and that. You're trying to change the game doing that, which is fine. But you lose to them, which you shouldn't. You shouldn't. Then you come back. I, th- I think they beat the Spurs. No, no, no. Then you beat a uh, Oklahoma City Thunder who was really, really young with Kevin Durant. Now, there's times that I think Kevin Durant is not as good as LeBron James. I will take LeBron James over. And I think Kevin Durant's going to the Warriors was worse. And I agree. I agree with everybody. But you beat them who have never been to the finals. They're really, really young. You have a much bigger team. Fine. You win your first championship with a stacked team. Fine. Congratulations, you were going to win one sooner or later. Then you come back and you beat the Spurs, and we have Ray Allen's shot hurt around the world. And people knock this. Oh, Ray Allen only averaged like maybe eight points a game. He was downward in his career. He's still top two, if not the best three-point shooter we've ever seen. And, oh, he only averaged eight points a game or nine points a game. He was a downturn in his career, whatever the the heck you want to talk about. But my question was, when did those eight or ten points come? Was it the fourth quarter when he was probably playing? Was he still one of the best three-point shooters? Was his points coming from the three-point line? Okay, well, who missed the shot before that? Oh, it was LeBron James. He bricked it. Oh, who got the rebound? I don't care. He bricked it. That's the clutch moment things I'm talking about is you bricked it. You had to have Ray Allen bail you out, and he did. Then you come back to play the Spurs again. You're still LeBron James, and you lose to the Spurs. Then you want to leave and go back to Cleveland and make a big spectacle. I'm coming home. I'm going to bring a championship. You waited to see what kind of team was being built there. I know they weren't winning a lot, but you wanted to bring another stacked team with you. have Kyrie Irving, who you knew was clutch. Okay. So the, you beat the Warriors, you come back down 3-1, but there was a couple of things. You know, Draymond Green got the technical, got thrown out, had to sit. You know, I thought it was ridiculous. Shouldn't have happened. I think it, they were gearing towards one to LeBron James to come back and have this big history of being down 3-1 and all this other blah, 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 blah. But then you beat them because Kyrie was scoring 30, 40, 50 points a game, was making clutch shots and stuff like that. But I still give LeBron a little bit of credit. I'll give him credit for that one. So, okay, now you got that championship. You know, after you got two in Miami, you got that one. You brought one to Cleveland. Congratulations. Congratulations. 
then you come back and you lose again. Now, I know they had Kevin Durant. His thing was worse. But you don't show up against them. You're supposed to. You're supposed to dominate him. And you don't. Now, people look at the numbers. Look at his finals numbers. Well, that again, overall landscape. You average that, but were you winning? And as a coach and a former player, or talk to other players, and as a coach, yeah, he's getting all that, but we're not winning, so something's got to give. Then you want to say, okay, we're not going to win. Kyrie left for a reason. He couldn't stand playing with LeBron James anymore. And then you go to the Lakers. I'm going to bring one home. They were 500 when he got hurt. Then, like I've already said, he wanted to come back. And then when he realized they couldn't make the playoffs, then all of a sudden, well, I have to post a picture to play the pity party. And, you know, it, it just it just irks me. So, then you look at Michael Jordan. When he got to the finals, we knew who was going to win. It was going to be the Bulls and Michael Jordan because it was Michael Jordan. Kobe Bryant, they lost to uh, the Pistons and the Celtics. I think that's who he's ever lost to in the finals. So that's the question becomes, when we talk about the greatest of all time, it depends on what you're looking at. Are you a person that's sitting there saying that we want to win regular seasons, get some awards, and, you know, we'll get a couple of championships here and there, and then this and that. Or are you a person that says, once we get there, we're going to win. And I want championships. I would rather get there and win than rather get there and lose. Okay? Because here's the thing. When my, when, when Michael Jordan, or when LeBron James gets there, and he loses, excuses come out the wazoo of why and it's always never about him. Well, look at his numbers and this, this, and that. This is why they should have won. It's the teammates. It's this. It's that. Whatever. But when they're going into it before they play a game, it's, oh, they're going to win. They have the best team. As long as LeBron James says this, this, and that, they're going to win. Well, he's doing this, this, and that, and they're not winning. Well, then it becomes, oh, it's about the team. Well, then he, as the leader, has to figure out what's going on and how to get it done. And that's what Kobe Bryant had to do when Shaq left and they had the big debacle and it was awful. They were playing the West, which was really, really tough. Kobe Bryant was still getting them to the playoffs um, with a young team, an inexperienced team, a not very talented team in the West, which was really, really tough back in the day. He had to take a step back. I know he threatened to go to, to Chicago and this and that, but I think he really had to take a step back and go, okay, I'm doing this. I'm scoring 35 points a game, 40 points a game. There was that long stretch. And then he had his 81. I think he really had to talk to Phil Jackson and kind of mature and say, okay, I'm doing this. I'm doing this. And it's kind of like what Michael Jordan had to do. They were winning, but then he had to take a step back and say, what am I going to do? You know, I'm doing my own thing. I'm getting my points. I'm doing this. What do I have to do to take a step back and say, okay, now we have to start winning. We got to get championships. We got to do X, Y, and Z. And that's what leaders do. That's what good players do. So these are just short reasons as to why LeBron James is not the GOAT. He's just not. Now, if he wins two more championships, then you can start to talk to me about maybe he's the greatest of all time. I hope that doesn't happen. I think he's getting to that point. I think he's hitting a wall, or he's going to hit a wall, especially if the NBA season starts here pretty soon. But I also don't watch it as much. 
because it's soft. Now, I've exaggerated a little bit of back in the 90s and the 80s and stuff where you could punch people, throw elbows, and this and that. I know I exaggerate a little bit, but you see a lot more of that back then. You see a lot more shirt grabbing. You see a lot of more fighting for the rebounds. You see a shot go up, people just kind of stand there and watch, and that's why me as a basketball coach, too, those kids see it on TV, that's what they do, and I have to coach it out of them, and it's so frustrating. I know we're, we went to high school, it's a basketball school, we weren't always the best, but guess what? I guarantee you we were going after the ball, that's just what it was, and now the more and more things are going, they're just not. And so you have to coach it that way. And it's very frustrating because they watch the NBA and this and that. That's why I'm gearing towards college because college is a lot more coaching. They play harder. They do things like that. And so that's why I gear towards college rather than NBA because it's soft. You don't see a lot of that or you see a lot more of that. Um, The flopping. um, I know it's just so frustrating to watch. And I know it's because it's about money. People make a lot more money, so they have to be, quote, unquote, safer, but it's tough. LeBron James would not have survived LeBron. Like, if you put the Michael Jordan rules in against LeBron James, it's not going to happen. It's just not. LeBron is not mentally tough enough to handle that. I think Kobe Bryant and Kevin Garnett, and they played in both. They played in that tough, you know, late 90s, early 2000s era, and then it started to shift, and they had to adapt. I could tell when you watch it back then, because I watched Kobe Bryant religiously, he was very frustrated when a lot of things would happen. And you could tell he tried to play when he was on offense. He tried to get the foul. He tried to say this, but he was trying to play the rules. Kind of like you see Bill Belichick do when he finds those rules in the NFL and then uses them to the advantage and say, well, this is the rule. And I think Kobe was trying to do that too, but you could tell that he would always be very frustrated because like he knows this isn't how it's supposed to go. This isn't how it's supposed to work. And so he got very frustrated with it. So you have to look at eras. You have to look at this. Um, and you have to look at who they played. You can look at the numbers, then you can look at the finals. You can look at who was on whose team. You can look at how they do things, and then you can look at the outside of it. And with LeBron, he does some good outside of basketball, but he likes to play the narrative. He does all that stuff. There's just too much. Um, you can't tell me if you took Michael Jordan, put him in today's era, that he wasn't going to average 40, 50 points a game. Oh, well, his three-point thing. They didn't shoot threes back then. That's not what they wanted to practice. and not the way they wanted to do Michael Jordan wanted to shoot the mid-range. He wanted to drive to the basket, and he's not as big as LeBron James. And then LeBron James doesn't want to shoot the free throw because he's not as good at it. He doesn't like the clutch moment of the free throw. Kobe and Michael said, give me the freaking ball. I love the lights on me. Kobe loved the Lakers' lights on him. Michael Jordan made the Chicago Bulls' lights light up. When he went to L.A., he wanted the lights on him. If, If the way guys leave teams now was like that back then, Michael Jordan probably would have sat there and said, I'm going to the Lakers. Because I want the lights on me. I want the ball. I want everyone looking at me. And I want everybody to look and see how we're going to win championships. Okay. That's my big rant. It's a short version of why I think that. Again, I'm going to try to get to stuff like this. So I appreciate everybody out there that listens. Somebody wants to come on here and debate the LeBron James thing. I'm all for it. Now, remember, I like to debate discuss and talk this is not an open invitation to argue about it and then once it's over we're going to shake hands and still be friends or become new friends or whatever the case might be so again thanks everybody out there that has listened thanks for everybody promoting or sharing out the show um it's slowly slowly growing and i'm hoping maybe to get this to a higher platform and so hopefully it happens so anybody comes on and talks any type of sports any type of ball Let me know, and we will make it happen. So stay safe, and I'll see you guys next time.
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a world. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Here at the Container Store, we believe you shouldn't be limited to just one happy place. Your home should be full of them. That's why we're giving you 30% off every custom alpha space. From closets and pantries to playrooms, offices, and garages, you can transform any area with Alpha and save 30%. Here's another happy thought. Our design specialists will design your space for free. Get ready to discover your new happy place at the Container Store. Visit us in-store or online to get started with a free design.